Hello and welcome to Yasmina Uncut, a podcast all about taboo topics, love, marriage, children and everything in between. So today we are talking all things friendship. Now, friendship is a big one. I feel like friendships are a lot like relationships, but they should be a little bit easier. Friendships don't need you to constantly be in contact or see each other for you to be okay. At least that's how it should be. With friendships, I find a lot of people with trust issues or jealousy issues or controlling kind of behavior, they're the ones who don't succeed at having a good friendship because no one wants to be friends with someone who's super controlling over their life and wants to decide everything for them. A friendship should feel freeing, something, someone that you go to when you feel like you're at your worst, maybe it's got to do with your life, maybe it's got to do with your partner, whatever it may be, but there's always got to be that someone that you can turn to that's not your partner and if you don't have a partner, then just having a friend in general. I find with friendships, less is more. It's quality over quantity. Now, I say this and I'll say it again probably, but it's so important because like when I was younger, I remember thinking the more friends I had, it meant that I was a better person or I was more popular or I was a better friend. But as I grew up and I grew out of those kind of thoughts and those kind of mentality, I realized that it's quality over quantity. Like you can have 20 mediocre friends and you can have one good friend, which will shit all over those 10 mediocre friends because that's the friend that you're going to run to at the end of the day. That's the friend that's not going to judge you. That's the friend that's going to be there for you. I've had um, two best friends since high school. We have always understood each other. We've had a way of like just getting along without any drama or any gossip or anything like that, only because we respect each other and we know that we're not going to be able to speak to each other every single day. But whenever there's anything wrong or something positive and something exciting, they're the first people I run to. They're the people that are there for me. And I know a lot of people would find that odd considering a lot of uh, friendship groups that are like three people in them don't usually work out because there's always one that's super jealous or two that are super close to each other or there's always somewhat of drama but I find if you find the right kind of friends it doesn't matter what friendship group you're in it will succeed but for me it's the person that matters like that person I I don't have a lot of needs I'm not demanding as a friend but I find that like if someone can accept me for who I am and I don't have to act like anything more than I am then that's that that's my person. I judge friends based on how I act around them whether I'm most myself or whether I'm so far from myself. I remember I had a friend years and years ago. She was someone who I always had to like clean up around. So like if she came over, I would have to get up and clean the house and make sure that we were all tidy and that I looked good and that the kids looked good and whatnot. And I just felt like it was so much pressure. She was a great friend, but it was just little things that she did that made me feel uncomfortable. And I realized that sometimes it's not even about like them being there for you. Like, sure, that's really important. But what it really comes down to is how much of yourself are you hiding from this person? Can you show your flaws? Can you show, you know, can you speak about your happy moments or are they going to judge you when you have something to say? I think judgmental people are easily the most hardest people to be friends with. They're someone I've always struggled to be around because I'm someone who is authentic in the way I am. 
And, you know, online on social media presence, yes, I'm authentic, but in real life with my true friends, I want to let my guard down. So I want to be able to slip up and say something that I probably don't mean without being attacked for it. I want to be able to, you know, not have to put much effort into the way I look or the way my home looks or the way my children's behave or the way they look without having to stress that someone's going to judge me for it. As I grew, I learned that you do, you outgrow some people. Some people want to put you in this box. They want you to stay this way. They want to know you that this is the way you are. They don't want you to change. And that's just ridiculous because in life, we we are always forever evolving. So you can't expect someone to stay the same forever. But a friend who truly loves you is not going to care how you've changed, obviously, if it's a positive way. Or maybe, you know, you've got stuff going on in your life, like a new baby or a new boyfriend or a new, you know, you just got married. They're not going to give a shit. They're going to make an effort with you regardless. They're going to want to see you on times that they know that you'll be available. They're not going to care if you've cancelled five days in a row. I find that a lot of friendships, they teach you a lot and some feel like that your soulmate and I know it sounds ridiculous but it is some of them are like your soulmate and you feel like you can't live without them but what you have to know is as time goes on sometimes that person is there for a lesson for you and you might find another soulmate you might find someone else who becomes your friend and turns out to be the best friend you've ever had I have two best friends from high school and a few friends from like my old work that I used to work at and we've always stayed in contact. It's been something that's like you don't have to put a lot of effort in. But at the same time, my friends are there for me no matter what. That if I pick up the phone call and I'm like, hey, I need somewhere to crash tonight, they're the first to put their hands up and be like, come in. They're the first to nurture me and make me feel like my accomplishments are absolutely out of this world. They're the type to make me feel like that my my emotions are valid, even if I'm being super dramatic. And I give that same love in return. I think that's super important. You know, you can't expect something for nothing. You've got to give that love back. But I find a lot of the time, friendships that feel like soulmates, when they don't work out, you feel like you failed somehow. You feel like you could have done something more. It's like a relationship that you thought was going to turn into marriage and you're going to have a family and then it doesn't work out and you just beat yourself up for it. But some are just not meant to be. Some people are just there to teach you something and then you walk away and you're like sweet and it takes time I think that's what I wish someone told me years ago that it takes time you know I had some friendships in the past that you know were I thought were my forever friends and they didn't work out I felt like I couldn't be myself around them I felt like there was too much drama in that friendship and you know it was sad it broke my heart it truly broke my heart into pieces but as time went on I realized you know you meet new people And they teach you something else. And sometimes someone you've known for like three months could be, you know, there for you no matter what, make you feel so whole as someone as compared to someone who you've known for three years and has made you feel nothing but shit. So don't worry about the time you've known someone. Worry about whether you can drop everything and they'll be there for you. Whether they don't judge you. I feel like judgment is such a huge thing in friendships. Like there are some friendships that just low-key judge you like I had a friend who would come over and I always felt the need to clean my house to perfection make sure that my makeup was done my hair was done my kids looked beautiful and it just felt like she was forever judging me and she didn't verbally say it it was more of like the way she looked like and her facial expressions it said it all and it made me uncomfortable it felt like 
I couldn't truly be myself. And then I have some friends, like my best friends from high school, they're the type of friends to come over and start folding laundry with me and have a laugh. And I look like absolute shit. And that, that's, that's the type of friendship that they, you know, they gave me and they have given me my whole entire life that I've known them. And I compared the two and I thought, do you know what? Why am I still friends with this other person? Why am I putting in all this effort and wasting my time in this dead-end friendship? When this person comes over or when I go to see them, I feel nothing but anxiety. So why am I why am I continually seeing this person? And I think for a lot of it, it was guilt. It was like she's done nothing physically wrong. She's done she's never said anything. She's been nothing but a great friend to me. I can't really just cut someone off because of that reason. So that's just bitchy. And then as I had kids, I think my life changed so drastically. And I felt like my kids became my best friends. And I know it sounds so sad, but it is. When you have kids, it's like they're all you need. They they truly complete you and you feel so whole, you know. And I had my partner who was always there for me and someone I could confide in and someone I could speak to. But I thought, you know what? With this other friendship, it's probably better off that I keep my distance because I can't give her 100% of me. I'm not being as authentic when I see her. I'm being a bit sneaky. I'm, you know, pretending like my life is so perfect and it's not. And, you know, I am hiding things about myself, like how I'm feeling and my accomplishments and what's great and what's not great. And I thought, you know what, this isn't worth it. I, it's, it's a dishonesty to her. I don't want to be that friend to her. So I can't expect the same back. You know what I mean? So I was just like, do you know what? I'm just going to slowly walk away from this friendship and hope that, you know, things will just, you know, happen the way they happen. I think as time goes on, we are forever changing and some of us can be not accepting of this change. I remember my best friend, she's still my best friend till now, she had gotten married and she got married quite young, younger than me. And she left school early. So I was still completing my year 12 and she had just left like mid year 12 And she had gotten married and I barely heard from her. And I felt so hurt that I didn't, like, she all of a sudden just stopped speaking to me. And it wasn't intentional on her behalf, but I felt as if it was. And so I made the assumption that this was intentional and I just kind of kept my distance, stopped speaking to her. Because when I'm hurt, that's sort of how I react naturally, which is super unhealthy because communication is key. And I've learned that as time goes on. But I'm just someone who will stop speaking and will just shut up and keep to herself if I'm hurt. And this was toxic and we stopped speaking and about like three weeks later, she messaged me and she's like, hey, how are you? Like, come over. Like, how you been? I haven't spoken to you in a while. And I just kind of ignored her. And time went on, she kept messaging me and I finally replied to her and I'm like, you know, you got married and you stopped speaking to us. Like, it was me and my other best friend. I was like, you stopped speaking to us. And that was super hurtful. And I feel like you're so caught up in your world. It's like all that matters to you is your partner. And it was super immature. Obviously, I was in high school. And I didn't understand that as people go through different chapters of their life, of course, they're going to change. Of course, they're going to get caught up in what they're going through right now. You shouldn't take it to heart. You know, it's not about you. If anything, you should try to see that person more and try to compensate for the fact that you haven't seen them a lot. And if that person reciprocates that kind of energy, then you know it's all good. But I did the immature thing and I just ignored her. Time went on and a few months later, I went to Morocco with my family and I remember she just messaged me this long essay and she was just like, you know, you're my best friend. Like, I really, I don't feel right not speaking to you and I'm so sorry. I feel so bad that, you know, things 
have become this way. Honestly, it wasn't my intention. And I just replied back and I was like, you know, it's all good. Like, I understand. I'm sorry. I was really immature. And I think, you know, your 12 stress and all of that was getting to me. And when I was on holiday with my family, I just felt a lot more relaxed and I was able to see the clear picture here. And when we got back, we, you know, reconnected and everything was fine. Like ever since we literally have never had a fight ever since touch wood, (laughs) but you know, it all worked out in the end because we were able to communicate and I was able to grow up. I was able to learn that someone isn't going to, you know, stop their whole entire life for just you. You are not their whole entire life. When they go through things like a a new chapter in their life, you can't expect things not to change. You have to forever be evolving too and you have to be understanding. As a friend, that's that's the kind of friendship that you should be giving. That it's okay if you have a boyfriend. Well, make time when you know you're free. It's okay if you've had a baby. Let me come over and help you. Let me hold the baby while you shower. You know, it's okay if you know you've got this new job and you're working super long hours. Let's have a coffee before you start work or let's talk next week when you're free and you have a bit of time that we can catch up. Let's do a FaceTime call before you go to bed. You know what I mean? There's so much, so many things that you can do to keep that friendship going. And I think a lot of us, we take a lot of things personally and, you know, we just assume that you get one shot to make this perfect friendship. And if you don't ace it, then that's it. But that, that, those are the kind of, like that kind of mentality will never will never serve you a good purpose in your life. They will always kind of ruin a lot of things that could have been absolutely amazing. As I've grown in my life, I've learned that a lot of the time when you're not in a good place, you're no good for anyone else. You need to work on some self-love for you to be able to uphold a friendship, a relationship, a marriage, to be a mother, to be anything in life. Because you'll never be your true self if you don't even you know, you don't even love yourself. How can you expect others to love you? And I think for so long, I was looking at things upside down. I was kind of looking at things like, well, I'm imperfect. You should love me anyway. And it's like, you don't need to be perfect to be loved. You just have to love yourself. And for so long, I went through so much issues where, you know, I was just, I wasn't in a good place. I felt anxious, you know, I had a bit of depression and I felt like, when I was stressed and on edge, who did I take it out on? The most closest people to me. I took it out on friends, family, you know, my partner. And sometimes you feel like, you know, your partner's at breaking point. So then your friend might call you and you have a conversation, you end up losing it at them because they might say something that kind of strikes a nerve with you. And you realize that all of this, all it adds up to is that you need to show yourself some love and you need to do things that make you happy before you can enter a friendship or a relationship. I know a lot of the time when I'm feeling, you know, like I'm just such a toxic person at that moment, I keep my distance, you know, and friends, they always understand these things. But I think when it gets to a point where you're unnecessarily taking it out on them, that's when it's great to keep a distance. I'm not saying when you're in a bad place, keep your distance from your friends and family. You should definitely speak to them. But when you find yourself, you're just lashing out at people for absolutely no reason I think that's the time when you need to learn to walk away I read a quote the other day and it just it spoke volumes to me and it said sometimes we have to say hey you know I love you and I always will but I can't be good for anyone right now I need to be alone to teach myself how to be good for me and that's perfectly okay do you know when I read that I just thought that's so accurate in so many aspects of my life there are times where I'm really not good for me 
and I go lash out at people next to me, like my friends, they might say something and I'm like, like, no, you don't understand or whatever, but, or my partner. But if I'm not okay within myself, how do I expect to even have a conversation with someone and expect to feel the love back? I think a lot of the time we expect people to fix us. You know, we expect our friendships and our partners to, you know, be our solution. And it is so important to know that it's not people's job to fix you. You need to fix you. You're the only one who can fix you. And when you start to realize that, then you start to gain willpower and not rely on people to heal your brokenness. I think that's when relationships and friendships evolve because you realize that in the life that we live, people will love you and people will be there for you and they will die for you. But at the end of the day, you're the one that's left with your thoughts. And if they're toxic and you're not in a good place, you will forever not be a great person to be around. And so when you start to heal from within, you realize you're flourishing in so many aspects of your life, whether it be your work, whether it be your your partnership, I meant your relationship, whether it be, you know, your friendships, everything goes hand in hand. And so I can't stress enough working on you and how important it is. And I find that when you're good within yourself, you stop caring as much for friendships that don't serve you. You start realizing that you deserve more. You know, you deserve the kind of love that you give. And when you start to realize that, you realize the right people start coming into your life. The people that you know are meant to be there. The people that make you feel better than anyone you've met in your life, you know? When to know to end a friendship. This one's so hard because unlike relationships, there's no real like line. There's no guide to go, okay, to be a good friend, you need to do this, this, this. But I think my best advice in this situation is always to think of your life without them. Think of your life with them. Think about when they, when you see them, how do you feel? Not about how they make you feel. How do you feel when you're around them? Do you feel like you're a negative person? Do you feel like you're an, you know, an anxious person? When you leave that, when you leave from seeing them, do you feel good about yourself or do you feel crap about yourself? And that on its own, is enough to cut someone off. Doesn't matter about history, doesn't matter about, you know, family, it doesn't matter about whatever it may be, you walk away from that. And a lot of the time, the best way to do it is either to have a conversation with them and go, look, do you know what? I feel like when I'm around you, I feel like crap. And I'm at a point in my life where I just don't need that kind of negativity. And I I wish you the very best in your life. You know, I love you and I always will. But this just isn't for me. And you walk away from it. It's a bit like a a relationship, you know, you need to leave what doesn't serve you. It's so important to understand that. I think another huge factor into a friendship is, do they keep the secrets that you tell them? Do they, do you trust them? Is there loyalty with them? Do you know that if you break down to them and tell them your marital problems, do you think by the next day that someone else will know those problems? I think disloyal people is probably my biggest pet hate. People who can be your friend and then be super two-faced and, you know, air out your dirty laundry. I feel like loyalty is just as important as it is in a relationship. If you had a boyfriend or a husband who spoke about your life and what's going on with you to other people, would you stay? Majority of people's answers would be no, because that just means I can't trust you. It just means that 
our relationship is full of shit, that you care more about gossip than you care about me. And that kind of person is going to be nothing but toxic to your life. I think for so long, I made excuses for people. Like, oh, yeah, I get it. Oh, oh, look, it's not a big deal. Oh, this, oh, that. And then I started to realize that, no, if I can keep your secrets and I can listen to you get, you know, ramble on about your life and me not say a word to anybody and you to walk away from this without a fight, without anything happening, without any drama, and then feel the need to tell someone else about it, that's that's a toxic friendship. And toxic friendships will do nothing to benefit you. I was asked the other day, I put up like a question box on my Instagram and I said, you know, what, what kind of questions do you have about friendships? And someone had asked a really good question and they said, is it okay not to have friends? Of course. If you are content in your life, who's to tell you that you need anything extra in it? But if you don't have friends because you are just scared and you've put up this wall and you've just been hurt so many times by friends and that's the reason, then I think it's okay to let your guards down and allow people to come into your life. You don't need to search for friends. Friends will just come into your life at odd times of your life, you know, in times that you might not ever imagine. You know, I met a friend who became my next door neighbor like six, seven months ago and she became one of my closest friends in the world because I just kind of... I guess I allowed that into my life and I just said, do you know what? If this is meant to be, it's meant to be kind of thing. It's a bit like a relationship. I know I say that a lot, but it is. Friendship is like a relationship. But I know a lot of people who don't have friends, who might have a few girlfriends that they speak to here and there like once in a blue moon, but they don't actually have like a best friend who they can run to with all their issues because they're content in their life. They don't need to run to anyone. They feel like they're complete just the way they are. And that's okay. Because if you're someone who doesn't need friendships in your life and maybe you just have some relationships with a few people, colleagues, maybe, you know, whatever it may be, or, you know, clients or whoever, and you're just happy to go day day to day, then who's to say that you need anything different? I find a lot of the time the people who don't have friends are usually the people who are either married or in a relationship or have a super close friendship with their family, like their siblings or their mum. And what you fail to realize is that you do have a best friend. Your best friend might be your mom. Your best friend might be your husband. Your best friend might be your colleague or your boyfriend. That's your best friend. Because everyone has someone that they run to when they don't feel okay. And it's okay to say that, hey, my partner is my best friend. Because they are your best friend. You know, they should be your best friend anyway. But I know for me... I need a friend that's not my partner. My partner and I are in each other's face every single day. You know, we raise kids together, we speak together, and sometimes he might do things that piss me off. And it's nice to get some fresh air and go out with a mate and speak to them about, you know, whatever it may be that's going on in my life or drama that's happening in my life that I would love to let off, you know, some steam with. And some things like, I just can't tell my partner. Like some things I feel like, you know, it's not that I can't tell him, like I could, but there are some things that my husband would just be like, oh my God, you're being overdramatic. <laughs> like, I just want you to add to this drama. I just want you to hype me up and tell me that I'm not being dramatic. But he's the type that's like, you're so dramatic. Just let it go. You know what I mean? And it just makes me feel better speaking to someone that's like understands that. And so that's what I mean in terms of like, you always have that person, but some of us, that person isn't a best friend. That person could be a family member or your partner. And that's that's so okay. Like, 
seriously, it's so okay. Don't ever let anyone tell you that that's wrong because there's nothing wrong with that. People, some people need more friends. Some people need different friends. Some people need no friends and that's okay. Another question I received was, what advice do you have about a toxic friend that wants to reconnect? For me personally, it's a lot like reading a book. You've read that book before. You know how it's going to end. And, you know, you just keep hoping and hoping and hoping that the ending is going to be somewhat different. But the reality is that a lot of people, when they've hurt you once, it will never always be the same. You know, you'll never reconnect and things will just pick off the way they were and you'll be best of friends. In rare occasions, it does happen. Some people reconnect and it's like nothing ever happened. But a lot of the time it's because what was said and done didn't hurt as much or wasn't that much of a big deal. But when someone toxic has done something horrible to you or maybe hurt you in a way that you've never been hurt before, it's never really going to be the same between you guys. And I say that in in a way that not to like annoy people or hurt their their feelings, but I just feel like it's not worth it. I feel like a lot of the time, especially if you're happy where you are and you have friendships that serve you and that love you for who you are and that they're there for you, it's not worth revisiting that. It's not worth giving someone a second chance when they screwed up the first time. And they're called toxic friends for a reason because they hurt you. And as time goes on, we forget that hurt. We heal. Why would you go back to what broke you? You know, that's my only question to you. And I guess for me, it's not worth it. But I guess if that friend means that much to you, then give it a shot, you know, see where it takes you, but just be strong enough to heal from what's to come. I'm going to leave you with this. I read a quote recently and I know I read a lot of quotes, but this one really got to me. It was like, you can't change the people around you, but you can change the people around you. So what that basically means is you can't change people, and their personalities, and their thoughts, and how they treat you, but you can change the fact that they're around you, and they're around your life, and I think that's so important to remember, you know, sometimes we try to paint a different picture about someone, and we try to, you know, keep trying to make things work with them, and go, yeah, but no, no, it's okay, you know, we're all good, you know, it's, I'll forgive that behavior, or, you know, they'll change eventually, but we don't realize that we don't need to be doing that, when someone shows you their true colors, just believe it, and walk away, you know, and that's not to say don't give people second chances because some do deserve it and whatnot. But a lot of the time, it's just not worth it. And you can change who's around you. You know, like that that saying goes, show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. If you don't admire your friends and admire their personality and how they treat people and how their lifestyle is, then you shouldn't be friends with them in the first place because a lot of the time you turn into your friends, you know? And I know it sounds ridiculous, but it's true. The people around you impact you so much. You'll notice that with some friendships, they'll help you grow and glow. And then there are some friendships who you'll just go downhill, downhill in your life. You might, your friendships, your relationships might ruin because of them. You know, your friendships with other people might ruin because of them. You know, your lifestyle might be screwed because of them. Maybe you never drink a day in your life, but when you're around them, you're drinking every day. You know what I mean? Some people's influence is just so negative on you and you have to look in the mirror and go, do I love myself when I'm around this person? Is this person's influence on me making me a better person? If not, then why am I, why am I still friends with this person? You know what I mean? So change who is around you. You cannot change people. Just remember that. It's not worth it. 
work on yourself and be the best version of yourself. And in turn, just like a relationship, these friendships will fall into your lap. Because when you are a good friend to others and you are just yourself, your true self, and you're a good person, friendships come so easily, you know. And I've got a lot of questions in the past as well, like, what about clingy friends? A lot of the time, clingy friends are lacking are lacking self-love. They've gone through a lot in their life and they're lacking a lot of self-love and they've got a lot of insecurity. And sometimes it's best to keep your distance because it takes a lot of energy to be friends with someone who's super clingy. It can take a lot out of you. It can take, take time away from you and your partner, you, you and your kids, you and your work, you and your aspirations or whatever it may be. And I'm not saying your friends are not worth our time. I'm saying sometimes they can consume you. So just be careful with all of that. Like, I think the best thing to do with clingy friendships is definitely to take a step back and you need to tell your friend that they cannot rely on you for happiness and that they need to find happiness on their own and that they need to be okay to be on their own before they can even find a friend. Do you know what I mean? You, you're no good to people if you rely on people. It's the same as a relationship. It's why a lot of relationships don't work out is because the person is so reliant on their partner or their friend that that kind of pressure just breaks people. And so you need to know when to walk away from that. And if you are the clingy friend, you need to work on some self-love. You need to work on you because you're worth it. You don't want to fear that one day if you're left alone in a situation that you're not going to be able to cope because that's just toxic to you. But yeah, that's my advice on friendships. And I hope you enjoyed that. Thank you for listening to Yasmina Uncut. If you like this episode, you can review, like, or subscribe to my channel. Chat to you soon.